welcome back to State of Mind. I'm Grace Kingswell, and this is my series all about health, wellness, nutrition, and sustainability, both from a planetary and a health perspective. Today, I am talking to the boys from Club Cultured. Club Cultured is a tempeh company doing things a little bit differently and frankly, in the right way. Tempeh is a fermented soy food, sounds not that glamorous, but it's actually delicious, that is a zillion times better for you than processed tofu, especially when it's organic like theirs is, as it contains beneficial and natural probiotics and the nutrients are far more bioavailable, i.e. they just get absorbed better by our bodies. Because of the fact that it's fermented and also sort of pre-digested, it's easier to digest by the body and it contains probiotics beneficial to our gut health. Nutrition-y waffle aside, the boys at Club Cultured have plans far beyond just making the best tempeh London has to offer. They want to use their business for good, build schools, educate on issues of environmental sustainability, promote a nutritious and low-impact vegan lifestyle, and continue to innovate within the plant-based food space. They tell us how a chance trip to Australia and then to Bali led them to discover veganism, mindfulness and meditation, and how they brought what they'd learned back with them to the home shores to start making and developing London's best balls. More on that later. (laughs) And other wicked tempeh recipes. So let's get into the episode. I'm here with Club Cultured, which consists of Harry, James, and Connor. Say hi, hi guys. Hi guys. Hey. Hello, everyone. Um, which is the most amount of people I've ever had on the podcast. Like you said, it's a party. It's a party. <laughs> it's a Club Cultured party. It's a tempeh party. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, and as I explained in the introduction, these guys make tempeh, which you're going to tell me what it is. I'm sure a lot of people listening already know. Um, Let's talk about fermented stuff, which is a lovely topic. Um, Harry, why don't you kick us off? Tell us what Club Cultured is and where it began. So, well, Club Cultured, it's funny how it began, really. So me and James, we was we used to work in the city, decided, realised it wasn't really f- fulfilling us. So we uh, went... You also can't see, like, I remember when you guys told me that, I was like, can't see them as, oh, no. as we, bankers. We can show you some pictures, though. <laughs> yeah. So we used, we, to be, we used to be, like, typical, Look at typical Essex boys. <laughs> But um, yeah, we was in Bali like towards the end of our trap, been away for a year, we'd gone vegan in Australia, found tempeh in Bali. But at the time we had like another food concept idea, mm. which was going to be called Old Mate's Deli. Okay. <laughs> um, which is like fusion of the world. We were sitting there in Bali manifesting Connor to go vegan actually. But then we came back, started working for our friend's food business. It was like, nah, this is, we don't want to do this. Let's go traveling again. Yeah. Went to Berlin, <laughs> quit our job. After one day in Berlin, we're like, right, we're moving to Berlin. It's wow, an, you guys amazing. are seriously impulsive. Yeah, we are. We are. Yeah. We, 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 it has following us about a bit. but um, yeah. It's always been the best decision, though. Yeah, yeah it has, definitely. Yeah. And um, then eventually we was uh, trying to figure out how we're going to live in Berlin. So start a vegan recipe page, as you do. And one day we uh, ate some magic mushrooms. And then uh, <laughs> it come to us. I was like sitting, I was like, right, we need to, some tempeh recipes on this page because we had none. So I wrote mm. like a list of tempeh recipes. One of them happens to be tempeh ribs. We made them. I made them, took them to the pub. Not our tempeh, just shop bought tempeh. Took it to the pub where everyone was, where James and like a few others were. Everyone tried it. It was like, wow, this is good. So it's like, all right, there's something here. Mm. Meanwhile, Connor was at the Ritz, like fermenting whatever he could get his hands on, making kombucha. And then we just tried each other's creations. And we, then the idea started and it got to, I think it's about a year ago, we bought an old fridge off Facebook. We actually got it for free mm. and kicked it out into an incubator, started making tempeh in it. Yeah. Got your first batch. We're like, wow, this is 
this this actually works. Were you ever worried that you um making it all yourselves that you were like, had fermented it wrong and it was going to poison you or like have some like str- strange strain of bacteria in that you hadn't meant to be there no i don't know it's quite never really just like, no mind. i didn't cross our mind just more like right, we've got to try it we've got to see how yeah, it tastes yeah. we started we started off in the airing cupboard yeah and that that, <laughs> that didn't work, that didn't yeah. work. just no, like just sweat bag so that, of beans that's when we had to like upgrade to the fridge no we've, we've definitely made a few mistakes oh, oh yeah, yeah. We've, yeah we've, it's all a learning curve isn't it a lesson lots, lots of batches but like, that's, yeah that's never a mistake so connor you're the chef behind the brand the connoisseur yeah, I am. the connoisseur, the, yeah, yeah, connoisseur. i've been told i had to get that in there. <laughs> yeah. um so you were working at the ritz how I did was, you go I... from from that classically trained chef to uh i don't know vegan chef vegan chef yeah <laughs> I, I don't know like it, it was i started there at 18 i left it i left at uh, 23 so I did five years there and when these guys got back from traveling we like you know got like reconnected again we was chatting for a while realized that you know the lifestyle that they they were lead, they were leading is is really good. Started looking more into it myself. So you weren't vegan at this stage. I wasn't vegan though. No. I was like I, I was like running all the sections. Biggest meat eater ever. Meat eater ever. I was making like foie gras terrines every day, doing all sorts of horrible stuff. Yeah. But I don't regret it because it was you know part of a, a cool journey. And now that I, what I learned from such an amazing place, I can now put that into vegan foods. Yeah, yeah. And like and like learn. give. You know, something a little bit different, a little bit quirky, and mm. something definitely like unique. As I think well. a lot of chefs as well are going towards the vegan side of things, even if they're not vegan themselves, because we've kind of almost learnt as much as we can learn from what you can do with like eggs and flour and butter. Mm. But the vegan space is really exciting because chefs are having to think, well, how do I make this like rise, or how, how does this become like its its normal equivalent? So it's like mm. a really interesting. It's- yeah, you have definitely have to think outside the box, right. especially like like you said. I was using eggs every day mm. as a right as a, as a raisin agent. It's you know it's after bind as well. So now you got to think of oh, what else can I use instead of eggs. Like it's definitely like I learned a lot, but it's almost like when I left, got to learn again. I got to learn again, yeah. mm. but I don't mm. mind that because. If you're not learning every day, like it's just boredom. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even for me, I was just keep learning. Never a trained chef like Connor. Just always been an avid home cook. But once I went vegan, like this whole new world mm. of cooking opened mm. up to me because I'd go there, go to the shop, see all these vegetables. Like, what can I make today? What can I make new? Different spices. Yeah. How yeah. I can get that taste? Mm-hmm. So, um, James, take me back to barley. Barley, I love barley. <laughs> and uh, yeah, great. Yeah, and don't we, do we all? <laughs> yeah. What was uh, what was it when you guys were there that? that made you think actually we when we go home we've got to change our lifestyles up and, well, and do we, something different well yeah we was we was vegan in australia sort of six months prior to arriving to bali but bali was just like a vegan wonder world mm. everywhere you'd go there'd be a vegan restaurant big surf culture big mm. surf culture very relaxed very open-minded um and we tried tempeh um i think they call it a gurang on the side of the road yeah the warung warung sorry and yeah we tried it there and it was like for a pound for this meal. And we had the Didn't tempeh. Didn't even know what it was. First time having tempeh, it was golden, it was crisp. And we were just like, wow, mine was blown. Mm. We didn't really have that many. Tempeh's not a meat replacement, but it's meaty in texture. It just so happens to be so. We had a lot of tofu in uh, Australia, but tempeh was just like, wow. And then we sort of, that was where the seed of tempeh was sort of sown out there. Then we sort of went through and mm. we tried like the gado gado out there. Oh, so good. So yeah. good. So, so good. good. Best. So... For those that are listening that are like, well, I eat tofu, isn't it just the same? Yeah. Tell us why it's not. So with tempeh, the di- main difference as well, tempeh is not processed. It's a whole food. Mm-hmm. So literally with tempeh, it's just made of the, the whole bean, 
And that's the soybean. Half. Yeah, the soybean or any seed, nut, legume. It's not stuck oh, to soy. Oh, it doesn't actually have to be no, soy. No, it's no. original with soy. So tempeh just means Very like versatile. fermented. Any, tempeh yeah. means yeah. fermented. Or it's like tem, tempeh, I think yeah, they, they call it. Yeah, they spell it, it in, the H. In Indonesia, and it means okay. fermented in Indonesian. Soy is the original. Yeah, okay. But the like, we can make it out of anything. Amazing. Yeah, so the... We, we just take the whole bean and split it and then cook it, inoculate it, make tempeh. Whereas with tofu, they take the bean, they make soy milk out of it. Then with other coagulated soy milk, they turn that to tofu, they press it. So it's a lot more processed. Yeah, it's a highly processed. Yeah, it's not fermented. It hasn't got as many as like the natural benefits as tempeh has. Mm. So favourite recipe with tempeh thus far? You guys must experiment a lot. Yeah, we've done a, yeah. Yeah, a lot of tempeh. Yeah, we've get, done. We definitely get higher for our own supply, that's for sure. Connor at <laughs> Christmas made a uh, tempeh Wellington, yeah. but he made it all classically. What, one each, like we had one each at home. Oh, yeah. it, and Amazing. then a lot of people were opting for that rather than the turkey around yeah. my house. <laughs> Everyone was going, oh, give me a bit of that. I don't know, like, if it's a special occasion, definitely making that Wellington again. But, you know, just, I think, yeah, you like bolognese. Yeah, we like, love a good bolognese. bolognese. We, like, we make the undoya, like mm. the... Yeah, the spread out of, out the of world's tempeh. first. That is, if you Google it, there's no pate. Wait, so you're making like a spread with tempeh? Yeah, we, we make tempeh. Make loads of which is like yeah. pistachio Madeira tempeh pate, tempate. Yum. Could and you make like a tempeh Nutella? Do you reckon? Oh, any, anything. They, they make smoothies out of it, not yeah. in the barley. They make, make cakes brownies out of it. Out of it. Yeah. You can they grind it into flour. You take the process a little bit longer, and you can grind it into flour, and they bake like cookies and burnt yeah. cakes out in Indonesia. Yeah. So you started with a fridge in a garage. Yeah. <laughs> where Where are we at now with so the production? We are, so we started in the fridge, um, and then we started. We needed to make more, yeah, so we needed to upscale. We, we, there was like some. We did it. We didn't really realize there's a set amount you can make in a certain space so we mm -hmm. like jammed the fridge full of tempeh and it got to like i remember coming back one day it's like 52 degrees i'm like oh my god like yeah. crying so it needs space there was no, yeah. there was no, there was no ventilation no... in there as well and this was at the same time we was having trouble it. like trademarking our name because it was going to be called a different name and i was like having a massive breakdown yeah. um but then finally we was like all right then we built a fermentation chamber so it's got like a three meter space three meters by three meters yeah. and we have a couple of shelves in there have like a heat thermostat mm. and it, can, yeah, can you just give us because i'm sure it would be interesting for people to know how it actually works so when you say you ferment something mm. do you for example put something else with it is it just a, is a case of it needing to get a little bit warm like what actually happens in this chamber this chamber well tempeh goes through two fermentation processes the first one is the first ferment which is a soak for like 24 hours at a temperature 30 degrees and then the second is the second ferment where it goes into the chamber once but, all the other processing has been done. And then that can go into 30, 36, 40 hours. Every batch is different. Uh, but yeah, again, it's temperature controlled. But yeah, but we had a, they had a culture to it called Rhizopus yeah. oligosporus. And that's like the kind of culture that someone would potentially add to like something like milk to make it like yogurt. Yeah, or? I think I don't think it's, I think it's like similar. I don't think it's mm. the same culture, but similar. Same concept. Similar same, practice. Yeah, yeah. 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 The culture. culture. That's, so basically that culture, we put it in as a powder. Mm. And then that's when you see a block. I don't know if anyone's seen a block of tempeh, but you cut it open. It's all like white in between. Yeah. That's the mycelium. That's what we've added. That's what's mm -hmm. grown. That's what binds it together to create the bean cake. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Bean cake. Yeah. Bean cake. <laughs> I love that. Um, so in terms of your efforts towards sustainability, I know you guys are quite focused on that. Mm -hmm. um, and as vegans now, obviously must play a big part in your lifestyle. Mm -hmm. What? How, how does it firstly play a part in your business when you create your tempeh? And tell me what your sustainability pledge for the future is. Well, I think when we first started, we, we noticed that all the other tempeh brands out there were using plastic. Um, one of them uses double plastic. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people that buy tempeh are kind of ethical. 
vegans or plant-based uh, just a lot more open-minded about those things so that was the first thing that we we started to use we use mm. a bi- biodegradable bag at the moment soon to be compostable and then uh, when we went to our trip to in, in indonesia in january uh they were using the biofuel the the, the bean water, water the wastewater yeah to power electricity it's it making natural gas out of it yeah. so it's converting it um so that's something we're definitely yeah, going to so do so we've got to figure out the way hopefully it'd be good if we because you can get certain generators that will take the gas from the anaerobic digestion and then power the heat in our production facilities. Yeah, so. yeah. So you can be a cyclical process. Yeah, that's completely like eco. Yeah, the skins of the beans are going to go to our local animal sanctuary. It's feed because they just, it's like a byproduct to us. We don't use it. And like James said, hopefully the packaging will be compostable within six months. Yeah. We plan on starting our own foundation to build like eco schools around the world. And one of our, ta- one of our tag, like one of our things we say to ourselves, we want to create a club for the new human. Amazing. Like, what, I love that. What, what needs to happen to take yeah. the world forward, forward yeah. in the next few years and, and yeah, have you been having, because you guys are hitting the uh, London street market scene hard mm. right now. Mm-hmm. How's the response been so far? Yeah, people are loving it. It's people, been great. People, yeah. like, people love the tempeh. Satan has, you know, has had its time, rightly so, but now mm. it's time for something new. And I think tempeh is now taking that place. It's gluten-free, it's meaty. I was going to say, I, don't, I, I wouldn't compare them at no. all from a nutritional no. point of view. Satan is not something I'd touch with a barge no, pole, no, to be honest. the end of the spectrum. Yeah. Like yeah. Health wise, what your but body the street needs. Street food scene, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Satan. I think that's it. It's just a new approach, something fresh for people. Yeah. Um, that's when we know, like, our food is very different to what's on the market. So we go to some events and it's not the right event for it. Okay. But we know, like, we go to restaurants and, like, oh, yeah, I want this product in my restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Like, how do we start doing that? And we, yeah, we're just trying to do something different. What's so, your favourite London street market? Oh, Hackney Vegan Village. Yeah. Our friend. JP, JP, yeah. um, plant-based events cozy's company. He's he's doing some great things out there. Amazing. But it's like yeah. it's not just food. It's clothes. Yeah. All ethical living mm. in um, right opposite Hackney Central Station. It happens on the last Saturday of every month. So there's okay. one happening at the end of June. Mm. And yeah, it's like six, seven food traders. But it's just like a really cool vibe. Live music. And you guys, you can buy your tempeh. Like if you can pre-order it, yeah, but, yeah. And then yeah. what else? Are you, what else are you serving? Talk so depends. So like the, the first thing we started doing was the the club rib, which is tempeh ribs, root veg remoulade, macerate tomatoes, cos lettuce, bit of chipotle mayonnaise, and a toasted seeded bloomer. Delicious. Yep. And then London's best balls, our kimchi <laughs> balls, which is uh, I'll let this Connor is... talk through this because he was the genius behind it. But... So London's best balls, the kimchi balls. So we make we make our own kimchi as well. Yeah. Like to let that go for at least two months before we touch it. And then we get like your normal sort of risotto rice. We sweat down loads of spring onions and a little bit of sesame oil. And then we add the chopped up kimchi, sweat that down, almost like caramelize it in a way. Mm. And then normally in a risotto, you put your white wine in and deglaze. But this time we put the kimchi juice in and like literally go down, like really reduce, put gang in it, which is a uh, chili paste comes from Korea cook that down, add your rice, let that get toasty, let it absorb in all that flavour. And then we make our own nori stock as well. So the nori stock goes in, a little bit of time, keep whisking it. At the end, a load of vegan butter. It's a naughty dish, wow. yeah, but it is really delicious. Spicy. And, and then got, we mould it around a cube yeah. of vegan mozzarella. And yeah. then you what, sorry? So we, when it's cooled down, we yeah. weigh it out, mould it around a cube of vegan mozzarella. Modern, so when you bite into it, it's modern, modern mozzarella. cheese. Mozzarella, yeah. And then it's uh, yeah, all melted in the middle. Yeah. And at the mo- when we first started doing it, we was doing like a yuzu mayo on top with uh, sesame seeds. Yeah. But we make our own fermented hot sauce now, and we mix that with some mayonnaise, so call it fermental mayo. Yeah. Wow. It is pretty, pretty It's really addictive as well. But we just yeah. uh, updated the menu like last two weeks, so we've got a few new dishes on. 
So for, for those listening that are salivating at the lips right now, when's the next uh, street fest that we can come see uh, you guys at? Saturday we're at Venn Street. Street. Where's that? Um, in Clapham. Clapham. Okay. Yeah. 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 So there's it's not a fully vegan market. There's a bit of everything. Mm. There's like a vegan section towards the end. We're in there with like a few other vegan traders. And what do you guys think? Because obviously the the vegan movement now is really gaining speed. But I think we all have to appreciate that we're living in a bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, and London is you know at the forefront of of this in terms of the UK as a whole. What's it going to take for foods like this? I mean, say you go to someone really set in their ways. They don't have to be a of an older generation but just someone that's not london london centric Mm -hmm. and you say you can have your standard burger that they know and they love and you know or you can have this weird fermented thing (laughs) like how how we how do we change that dialogue and like what's it going to take do you reckon i think it'll be a mix of things but over the because obviously the trends that happening next year it seems plant-based protein and uh, gut health yeah um and obviously inside that you've got um global warming yeah. ethical living so I think these four things would be things that converge and it just happened that more and more people just come more aware of what they're eating the mm. wellness the wellness era that's happening mm. I think people are naturally becoming more conscious of right they're not going to go vegan but they're yeah. going to have meat free Mondays or they're going to a few more days in the week that they're going to eat plant based people yeah. are definitely more open minded yeah, about yeah. the younger the generation issues that are going definitely. on yeah, yeah. I, well. I was going to say I think the younger generation that's so in was touch it generation Z? Yeah. Z yeah and, and they're America. so in touch with all this via social media I think this is one of the great things about yeah, social definitely. media there's so much yeah. bad stuff about it yeah. but you that's know, like, when they can engage with to go vegan yeah, through social media. Oh, yeah. yeah, and you yeah. can see how good something looks and you're like, well, why don't I try it? Mm-hmm. But then, of course, the obvious difficulty is you live somewhere out in the sticks and you yeah. want to try tempeh, like your local Sainsbury's not going to have it, mm. but they will have tofu. So yeah. I don't know. I think there need, yeah, there needs to be a bit of a, bit of a, a balance shift and yeah. an education around, because you were mentioning gut health. So tempeh is fermented fermented yeah and obviously where it's um full of the fiber it's full of prebiotics so it'll yeah. feed all your gut flora yeah. yeah and that's what they live off and 95 percent of your serotonin is mainly in your, made in your gut good so, knowledge james yeah. so tempeh feeds me to it then <laughs> yeah. yes but yeah so it just it makes you happier yeah so yeah. yeah we did an event in port bello the other day and this guy I, I see him eat the sandwich and i was just walking back to the store and he grabbed me he was like mate it's like he said two things. I didn't really know which way it was going to go, but it sort of led to it's like, whatever you've just fed me, it's like, I've never felt like this after food. Yeah, he was buzzing. Like, that yeah. quickly? Yeah. And it's he like, was, yeah. It was like, um, would, like, usually a sandwich outside would be... Maybe the bacteria was be, like yeah. tickling his inside. It's right. like, usually be like stuffage after something like that. And he was like, no, I'm... Have so much energy, I feel like coursing through me. What was it? And it's just like this guy. I was like, wow, I've never had a, yeah, I haven't had a reaction like that before. That's yeah. brilliant. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's good. You see, it's like that's the thing. When you eat it, you don't feel heavy, sluggish. You mm. do feel energy. Although it is incredibly yeah. calorific. Like yeah, yeah. you don't need that much of it to be no. full. I find. Yeah, no. we only do like we say like eighty to hundred grams is a nice serving. Mm. Obviously, because quite high fiber as well, we feel satiated mm. quite quickly. Mm. Yeah. And also, like gram for gram protein wise, as well, it's so 19 grams of protein average. to 100 grams of tempeh. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. It's, it's very significant, which is like up there with yeah, your animal sources. Good. For yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you can definitely get protein when you're vegan. <laughs> yeah, um, something I always ask my guests that I usually ask at the beginning, but I was distracted because there's so many people in here <laughs> is uh, what was the last thing you did that positively impacted your health? Connor. Well, I meditated today, so that definitely helped. Love that. Yeah. Well, these two. He's new to it. We've been on it for ages. I'm I'm a newbie on meditation. I've only just started doing it last week, no, like a couple weeks. 
But yeah, that that made me feel absolutely amazing this morning. And he had a really good date last night. And I had a lovely, <laughs> lovely evening last Yay! night. Oh God, I, she's not listening. <laughs> uh, shout out to Naomi. Shout out. <laughs> right, Harry, what about you? Um, similar vibe. I so say, yeah, my morning routine, which I do every day, is pretty, what, pretty talk us through it. So wake up, um, journal, which I have uh, myself like five questions. I answer them. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes a bit of gratitude or things I like about myself. Uh, then I meditate, do some yoga. Um, do my affirmations and then a cold shower which I only started doing the cold shower probably like a month ago which started with like the last minute of my shower being cold but now so it's like, good. As soon as I'm going to have to take you in, up to Hampstead with me to yeah, some really seriously go, yeah. cold water <laughs> definitely yeah what about you, James? I had a smoothie on the way here. Um, so that <laughs> His mum made was, him a delicious smoothie. Yeah, my oh. mum made me one. I was running Left a bit us late, so she made, me, made it for me. Make, make but your also, bed. yeah, for me and Harry did that similar sort of routine. Uh, we read the same book, My Miracle Morning. Mm, it's a good book. Um, really good book. So, yeah, just following that, being trying to be as consistent as possible. On the weekends, it's a little bit more difficult because yeah. you've got the markets, but making the time for that definitely helps getting, giving you that headspace that's needed. It's funny as well because when we was... We, when we first had the idea, it was like May, June, of starting a template business, and we didn't launch till November. Mm. Um, but in that time, we was that's when we first started doing morning routines. We got really into it. It was going to work out, and so much stuff was happening. It we were just like thriving. It was like, wow, this is amazing. Mm. Then it comes to like Christmas time and fell off the wagon massively. Yeah. Then everything else seems to fall away, and then as soon as you get back onto it, like it says in the book, My Miracle Mornings, it seems like life's working for you. So much yeah. like doors open. It's like. So good. If you're not doing a morning routine, you got. Yeah, yeah. so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just um, taking that time out for yourself. Yeah, yeah. that's cr- it's very yeah, crucial. Just to set yourself yeah. up for the day. Yeah, exactly. So, if you had to choose um, Balinese nights or vegan nights, London, yeah, what would you pick? Uh, uh, tough one. That um, I think I we know but, what we're yeah. talking. I think yeah, but definitely barley. barley. But there's such a good energy at vegan nights. Though. Yeah, it's good. It's amazing. We're like, it's weird because we haven't been as customers in ages. Mm. Uh, we've been on the other side of it, which is always good. Mm. But it's just you know. Barley. What I really like about you guys is that I I went to vegan nights with my husband Nick, and. Walking around as a nutritionist, I, like there was not a lot that I wanted to eat. Like mm. if I'm being genuine, um, we ended up having a vegan pizza. But then at the same time, I was thinking, oh, I wonder how many chemicals are in this cheese. Like I'd ra- almost rather just have cheese made from milk that's literally just milk yeah, yeah. rather mm. than all these thickeners and stuff. But I think, I, I mean, I hope more people are realizing that actually this like vegan junk food. It's not good for you. No, and actually, just you guys are just making genuine there food is, yeah. from organic ingredients, yeah. and that's fantastic. There yeah. is a lot of junk food on the market. like yeah. but seriously, yeah. seriously good, but... Because, I mean, you Connie, you must day. know, like like we were saying before, you just, in order to make something react or act like, like it's pl- animal substitute, like, it's just impossible. Yeah. Harry, you're going to... The water bottle. <laughs> Sorry, I'm parched. Symbol in the background. Harry, you're Sorry. Back, um, yeah. What, what's your opinion on, on, on like the vegan junk food scene? I mean, like, you know, like I said, like there is a lot of junk food and like not necessarily you go vegan, you're gonna be like buff, healthy, you know, <laughs> eating loads of plants and you know, there is a lot of crap out there still. Yeah. yeah. But you know, with us, we're such a niche kind of well, no, we're definitely niche. Like, I think like we would stand out so niche from, we from, teach. From, <laughs> from the crowds with what we're doing because the tempeh is... Cause, because it's fermented, it's already starting to break down. As soon as, you, as, soon as we digest it, mm. our bodies break it down within a matter of days with other stuff can take weeks. And, you know, it's got all the vitamins inside of it, all the probiotics. It's what your body needs to, like, have... to feel great throughout the day, have a healthy 
gut, healthy mindset, think positive. It all like it all kind of is in that one little it's kind of works. bubble. Yeah. It all yeah, works yeah. together. There's nothing worse. I feel like when you yeah. eat something and what you want to do is lay down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we should we, we eat food for us is a, a source of energy. Mm. So when we eat, we should be like energized. Yeah, it should make on us our feel feet good. alive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it should it should what you eat should definitely help. Uh, like prevent certain things, yeah, like yeah. not not like cause it. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like what you put yeah, into your body. Yeah, like food is medicine. Yeah, it's, exactly. Like it, it should it should fight. Because a lot of people forget we're actually animals. So yeah. <laughs> if mm. we was in the wild, you, when you see like any animal, they're ill. They won't eat, right? They go make they eat grass. Be sick if you're a dog. For us, that's the thing. There's na- natural remedies out there for us, but we've just mm. become so removed from who we actually are as a species that people yeah. just think, oh, we're this totally separate thing. When actually not yeah and great actually book like that. sapiens i read that recently. sapiens yeah. yeah no it's so good it's and great. actually like when we do feel ill we pop a pill rather than yeah. like have a nap or well, stuff yeah. a face yeah. with food. Or have some tempeh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here guys when you have a headache tempeh um so i'm gonna finish up with my three questions that i usually ask everyone we this could take a while because i'm gonna ask each of you yeah. mm. um james what's mm. one thing in life that you would do again if you could what would I do again if I could? That's a very good question. I would say go travelling, but my plan is to go travelling again one day. That's okay. Um, one thing. Yeah, I'd say travelling. That time I had... Well, at the same time, I wouldn't be where I am today without it, but the time away just really opened my eyes. Mm. Like me and Harry had the, like, the stockbroker lifestyle before, <laughs> and then we went travelling for 18 months. We come back vegan, setting up a tempeh business. Like... <laughs> That was great. That whole 18 months just literally changed my life. Yeah. yeah. Well, you so I would fun. like to do that again or relive parts of it, but okay. I know I'm going to go travelling again one day. But What's yeah. one thing you would change if you could? Change or uh, climate change? Yes. That would be one. Um, people's sort of negative outlook, pessimists, yeah. Yeah. outlook on life. Yeah. It's all about being Life's not as grey as people think. And I definitely think mindfulness helps you get out of that sort of rut. Um, okay. Yeah. And what does the podcast is called State of Mind? What mm. does State of Mind mean to you? State of Mind. Um, it's how you deal with your everyday life. I think um, you know different if you have sort of a an argument or a disagreement with someone. If you don't, if you're not mindful, you'd react a certain way and regret it afterwards. Mm-hmm. I think it's just having that space to reevaluate the situation, take a step back, and then actually feel what like think what you feel yeah, yeah. and react slightly differently um, I think mindfulness meditation affirmations yeah definitely puts you on the right track to help you help you do that excellent yeah. Connor what about you what's one thing you would do again if you could last night <laughs> sorry <laughs> uh, I would do last night again so I'm meeting her again <laughs> oh I love this love yeah, in the yeah. we love life on can one of you two please send the link to this episode <laughs> yeah, to Connor's date yeah, from yeah. Oh, definitely yeah <laughs> one thing I could do all over again let's keep on subject here <laughs> um, one thing I could do again one thing I could that's a hard question one thing I could do again would it be quitting your job at the Ritz for example what do all that over again mm. or go for all that emotion again do you know what I think, I think yeah, like because like I mean I had such a great time where, where I where I used to work. All the guys were quality, all great chefs in there. Everyone means well. Everyone was a family there. But like, if I could learn, a, I would definitely do that experience again, just to, just to learn a lot more, just to bring a like bring something else new to the table. Maybe like, do it again, but always, what you know yeah, now. like you always. Yeah. I've learned so much. But there's always room for more. Like you, you'll never stop learning. Yeah. Like 
And what's one thing you would change if you could? People's attitudes. Like towards towards what what actual real uh, like like reasons to be like upset are like mm-hmm. you know oh, I've had a row with my friend but no like you know there's like actual like catastrophes out there that like that needs to be dealt with and then people are worried about like missing just, their train just, yeah just stupid stuff Kim Kardashian and stuff yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's real issues out that need to be dealt with and what does state of mind mean to you state of mind means to me just think positive like your 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 mind obviously is crucial like like i mean like and there's a lot of um especially in the uh, in the chef industry like uh, being depressed like mental health is really big and like i went through a stage of of being a little bit down in my like couple of years while i was working due to some other reasons but like you just stay positive have good vibes around you mm-hmm. like positive people and then your your mind can definitely just switch around like For you know sure. you don't need med like don't need medicine to like get a better any- like you just need positive like these two especially like mm-hmm. the- these two have actually like molded me into like the person i am now <laughs> he no, molded he molded himself we just they did they we 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 found each other again because <laughs> they left <laughs> while i was grafting they was having a laugh but yeah and when we found each other again and like yeah, they we, and they the, the lessons they learned, they were like teaching me a few items, and mm. it's definitely made me like the man I am today, which is really cool. And I thank these two for that. Oh, it's blossomed, really you. blossomed over the last few months. Yeah. I, have to say, Connor. I feel so, like I've really got... waffled over, yeah. <laughs> waffled on a bit there. Harry, what about you? What's one thing you would do again if you could? Um, bit of a tough one, that. I'd probably say the same as Jay. I'd love to go travel, do that whole experience again, because. Not gonna lie, a lot of times we were just really drunk. That's uh, <laughs> the traveling life. So, but that's what we do. We get. Well, so now you're running a business. It's like you can't just take six months out. Can yeah, you? yeah, yeah. So I would like to go back and maybe I don't know do things a few differently. But I'm really happy how it panned out because wouldn't be sitting here right now and mm. all this stuff wouldn't happen. So, yeah, maybe maybe that. And what's one thing you'd change if you could? Uh, probably the school system. Okay, elaborate. So growing up, I never liked school. Wasn't I was bad at school. Always got good grades. Quite clever. Just the way it's set up to try and make you a robot pretty much hasn't mm. the school system hasn't evolved over a hundred years it's all about creating assembly workers um and i feel like if we create it taught people taught kids about emotions and visualizations affirmations meditations as opposed to learning from a textbook that you're never yeah. going to use again yeah um i think that would really empower the future generations and create the changes that we need in this world valid and what does state of mind mean to you uh state of mind means to me probably like thriving creating alchemy where do you get to that space and what do you need to do to get to that state of mind where you are your best self mm. great i love it right. cheers guys we're no, done no thank, thank you. you thank you, you very much cheers. thank you so much for listening i really hope you enjoyed the episode for more on club cultured find them on instagram at club cultured and you can find me and all my lifestyle and nutrition ponderings at grace kingswell As ever, if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it on your Instagram stories, tagging me so that people can find the podcast, share it and hopefully enjoy it too. And a five-star review on the podcast app never hurt. In fact, it really helps. Thank you so much and I will chat to you all next week. Bye-bye.